Welcome back to Magnificent Vibes Podcast. I am your host, Rod the Magnificent, and I got another week of picks for all of you. Week 16, we're getting down to the conclusion of the season almost. We got a few more weeks left, and I must say, what a way to capitalize from my record last week. Week before last, actually, I went 10 and 4. Last week, I went, probably had my best record this season at 13 and 3, ladies and gentlemen. Goodness gracious, 13 and 3. What a comeback. What a bounce back. Man, I'm feeling good about myself. I'm feeling myself like Beyonce, and I'm going to continue to try to keep it going. Let's go for 14 and 2. I'm going to get greedy this week. I'm going to try to go for 14 and 2. But enough of me rambling. Let's get into these picks starting with the thursday game the 49ers going on the road to take on the titans the titans coming off a loss on the road to pittsburgh the problem with the titans is ryan Tannehill. if he doesn't get sufficient amount of protection he's a shell of himself and this team is really struggling offensively the 49ers however are playing better offensively and their defense is nothing to sleep on so I really like the 49ers in this one on the road I think they go on the road and win that game convincingly I just don't believe in the Titans anymore even though they they went on a nice little streak where they were pretty dominant but after losing Derrick Henry they just they're just not the same team and and Tannehill is struggling. I don't trust Tannehill. I mean, Garoppolo, I don't trust him either, but at least their coach has a better offensive scheme than what Tennessee's working with. So with that being said, and I'm not saying Mike Brable is a bad coach. He's not a bad coach. He knows how to coach some football. He's going to do his excellence and O's for this game. He's going to have his team prepared. I'm ready to watch a showdown tonight between these two teams but if the titans let this thing get out of hand man it could get ugly and i think the 49ers could make it ugly they are a three-point favorite hey but if you're a betting fan i'm sure most are taking the points on that one up next we got the saturday games we got two saturday games on the holiday we got the browns on the road against the packers and i'm not gonna waste too much time on this the browns are coming off a short a really short week of rest and they have to go on the road into Lambeau Field. Don't know how cold it's going to be up there, but you know, Baker Mayfield, I don't know if he's going to play in this next one. Even if he does, I still don't think the Browns have a chance of beating the Packers on the road. The Browns are currently fighting for their playoff lives here. They are 12th right now in the bubble and for the trying to get into that seventh spot but hey (laughs) it's gonna be tough from this point forward and it doesn't get any tougher than having to go to green bay to win in lambeau field trying to get into a playoff spot the packers they're trying to fight for that first seed they want the super bowl run to come through lambeau again like last year and so hey there you have it i got the packers they're seven point favorite up next, we got the Colts on the road against the Cardinals. And boy, what a disappointment. I could have been 14-2 and two had the Lions just played along and be the Lions. But no, the Lions didn't want to be the Lions. The Lions wanted to be the Patriots. 
and they put a stump, a beat down on the Cardinals last week. And the Cardinals are limping back home. And guess who they got coming into their building? The ferocious Colts. Yes, the Colts coming off a big win on the, well, actually at home against the Patriots, a revenge win actually against the uh, Patriots. And well, I, I, you know what? I'm getting them mistaken for Tampa. You know, I, I still think, I still think Tom Brady and, and, and Bill Belichick are still together, man. It's so hard. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. anyway, never mind me. Enough of me rambling. The Colts, I think, will go on the road and win this game. The Colts are tough, man. They're tough. They have a tough defense. They have a very balanced offense that can control the clock. I think the Cardinals are making too many turnovers for their own good. They're too sloppy with the football. Kyler Murray has basically played his way out of MVP talks at this point after such a hot start. He has not been the same since that injury. And hey, at this point in the season, everybody's hurt. So we can't use that as an excuse. We can't use D-Hop not playing well as an excuse. This team has to play better if they're going to make the play. A lot of people were saying this team is coming out of the NFC. (laughs) That was the talk about this team at first. Now, all of a sudden, a couple of losses later, and here they are with a tough game against the Colts. So I think the Colts come out on top. And the Cardinals are a one-point favorite. Now getting to the Sunday games. I'm not going to waste too much time with some of these games here. I got the Lions going up against the Falcons. Lions coming off a surprise victory against those Cardinals. But I think that's where the buck stops here. I think average Ryan will come out and play decent average football. And the average Falcons will beat the terrible Lions. And the Falcons are a five-point favorite in that one. The Ravens on the road against the Bengals. And the Ravens played the Packers tough. I I really feel like John Harbaugh out-coached himself. (laughs) He out-coached himself, man. Like, going for it on fourth down instead of just tying a game and going into overtime. This is the second time in a row he's done that now for a loss. He's done it a couple of other times in previous wins. And so that probably explains why he did it two weeks in a row. And here's the thing, you know, I'm, I'm a bears fan dealing with a guy like coach Nagy who didn't want to go for it on fourth down against the Packers fourth and inches against the Packers. Who am I to criticize John Harbaugh for going for it twice Two, two weeks in a row. Now, yeah, do I agree with it? No, I don't agree with the calls, no. But if he ends up, what if he ends up winning both of those games? Then all of a sudden, John Harbaugh is a genius, right? So I'm not going to be so hard on him like a lot of people have been. Yeah, it might cost them a playoff spot, but hey, they're a good team and they can beat the Bengals on the road, but I don't think they will. I think the Bengals come out on top. I think the Bengals sweep the season series against the Ravens, and they are a three-point favorite. The Rams on the road against the Vikings, and the Vikings was doing everything they possibly could to lose to the Bears on Monday night. I mean, they, they had the seasonings. They made everything from scratch, and they just had it all prepared well. They had dessert 
all ready for the Bears on the table to just go ahead and just eat and have a big smorgasbord. And the Bears was just like, no, nah, I don't want this food. Mm-mm. No, I don't want it. I'm just not, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not hungry. As a matter of fact, I got COVID. So I can't, I, we, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to try to win this game. And <laughs> you talk about a team handing a victory to a team on a silver platter and the other team just slaps it out of their hand. That's what that was on Monday night. Um, the Vikings are fortunate that they didn't play a better team on Monday night or else they would have got destroyed. But the Bears, hey, the Bears are just the Bears. They're not that good. And at the end of the day, the Vikings came away with the win. I don't think they go back-to-back wins because the Rams are coming to town. I think the Rams are finding their niche. And I think the Rams go in there and they beat the Vikings. The Rams are a three-point favorite. And I think they win that. Vikings at home for that one. The Bills on the road against the Patriots. This is going to be a good one, guys. Now, here's the thing. The Patriots strategized very well to beat the Bills the first time around. I don't think Bill Belichick is going to do the exact same thing he did in the previous game. Throwing the ball only one time. Yeah, he threw it three times, but that's me exaggerating. Against the Bills, the first matchup, okay? I don't think that's going to happen again. Now, I think the Bills are starting to find their niche offensively after that Tampa game. Even though they lost that Tampa game, they played very well in that second half and could have won that game. Now, that was the game that woke them up. And I think now the Bills come into New England and... They are going to be coming for blood, okay? They're angry that they lost to the Patriots the first time, and I think they come out into wherever they play. I forgot what the name of their stadium is. Sorry, I apologize, Patriots fans. But they will go over there to the Patriots, to New England, and they will win, and they will win handily, I think, at Gillette Stadium. There it is. I had to look it up. I had to talk and ramble so I could look it up. But anyway, I think the Patriots, you know, I don't know. They got a little, they got exposed a little bit against the Colts. And if the Bills do the same thing that the Colts did last week, I think the Bills come out on top. The Patriots are a two-point favorite in that one. Uh, the Jaguars on the road against the Jets. I got the Jets. That's going to be a stinker. The Eagles at home against the Giants. I think the Eagles win that one. The Bucks on the road against the Panthers. The Bucks after getting shut out. Tom Brady being shut out for the first time since 2006, the year I got married. And here he goes. And he's going to take all of his anger out on the Panthers. Sorry, Panthers. Even though your playoff hopes are still alive, this is where it all comes to an end you guys and I think the Buccaneers will win the Panthers are just playing too sloppy right now they just don't have an identity they're a disaster up next the last 12 o'clock game we got the Texans at home against the Chargers and that's simple got the Chargers even though the Texans are playing better they're still trash all right now to the three o'clock games we got the Bears on the road against the Seattle Seahawks both of these teams dealing with similar almost similar situations one on one side you got a dysfunctional front office that doesn't know how to scout talent doesn't know how to develop a quarterback and then you have on the other side 
a quarterback that's disgruntled because he's not getting what he wants from the front office and the coach. So <laughs> I hear a lot of talks. I'm hearing a lot of people shooting me text messages. Oh, should we trade fields for Russell Wilson? I'm like, man, guys, let, let, let's think about it for a second. If we trade Russell Wilson, or we, I'll take that back. If we trade for Russell Wilson in exchange for Justin Fields, that's not going to give us a Super Bowl. That's not even going to get us to the NFC Championship game. Now, am I saying that Justin Fields is going to get us a Super Bowl next year or to the NFC Championship next year? No, I'm not saying that. But do Russell really, he's going through a dysfunctional situation in Seattle. What makes you think he wants to leave there and go to another dysfunctional situation in Chicago? Now, we don't know what Chicago's future going to be with that front office. I think they need to just go ahead and gut that whole thing out and start all the way over, all the way down to the vice president, uh, you know, president of football operations, Ted Phillips. It's got to start with him. He's got to go, then Pace, then Nagy, and then you start from scratch. Now, what you get after that if they get a coach that i feel like would fit russell wilson and a coach that is making the necessary moves to make the defense better to get us a better wide receiving court then i say yeah i would trade i would trade russell wilson uh i would trade for russell wilson any day for for justin Fields. i love justin fields he's young he's got a bright future ahead of him but hey if you want you're trying to win right now yeah Go after Russell Wilson. But it's not a simple yes or no answer to that question. That's all I'm just saying. Uh, but anyway, back to the picks. That's just me rambling. I think the Seahawks win this game. Not going to waste too much time. Both of these teams aren't going to make the playoffs. But Seattle is only going to keep their playoffs mathematically alive by beating the Bears. Up next, we got the Steelers on the road against the Giants. And oh, by the way, the Seahawks are a six-point favorite. I think the Bears cover that. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, the Steelers on the road against the Chiefs. Very important game for both teams. The Chiefs trying to hold on to that number one spot after so many people doubted them. Except myself. If you've been following my picks through the course of the year, what I've been telling you guys, I ain't worried about Mahomes. I ain't worried about the Chiefs. They're going to be all right. And look at them now, standing there at number one in the AFC. And I think they beat the Steelers who, you know, they they're, they just, you just don't know what you're going to get with the Steelers. Now, the Steelers are fighting for their playoff lives as well, and they have to win this game. If they don't win this game, this can knock them down. And I think a team that no one expects to kind of rise up and be a threat for that last seed, I'm going to mention next, the Broncos and the Raiders. Now, I got the Chiefs winning, beating the Steelers. They are a seven-point favorite. The Broncos on the road against the Raiders. They're going to have to, Broncos are going to have to ride out lock for the rest of the season, it looks like, because Teddy Bridgewater is out. So, if they can rely on a strong running game, they should be okay. Melvin Gordon and Williams are beasts in the backfield. If they can just stick to running the football, playing tough defense, they can beat the Raiders on the road. The Raiders, they're another team. You don't know what they're going to get. You know, they're Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. That's what they are. But, hey, I think the Raiders show up at home, and I think they beat the Broncos and move up to be a threat for that last spot in the AFC playoffs. Now we got the 7 o'clock games. We got the 
who they are is going up against the Cowboys. The Cowboys shut them down on offense the last time around. Now, they almost blew that game, uh, allowing the Washington who they are is to come back in that one. But, hey, <laughs> I don't think the Cowboys will lose their momentum. I think they beat Washington and maintain a good possession of that third or possibly second seed in the NFC. And then, last but not least, we got the Saints at home against the Dolphins. Now, this is an important game for both of these teams because if the Saints win, this, and they hope for Eagles loss and then the Vikings lose, this puts the Saints in the seventh spot in the NFC. And that could be a tough matchup in the first round. I think the Saints are a tough matchup in the first round. They got a good defense. Their offense is okay. But, hey, I think the Saints, if they can pull it off. Now, the Dolphins on the flip side, they can also move up in the standings if they beat the Saints and possibly get into that final playoff spot. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Saints coming off, riding high off that victory on the road against the Bucks will sustain their momentum and they will win against the Dolphins at home. They are a three-point favorite. That is my picks and that, my friends, I'm sticking to. Thanks for listening to another episode, mini episode of Magnificent Vibes Podcast. Hey, we got another episode on the way next week. Me and Ian will be back on the mic. So stay tuned for the next episode. And with that being said, I am out. Peace.